everyone. Welcome back into the Pamela Michelle Show. I am your host, Pamela Michelle, of course, and that was the offspring and self-esteem. It's kind of rainy where I am in the in the room studios, and I had to listen to the offspring today just because it gets me in that right mood of the subject I want to talk about, and that is self-esteem. But first, let me pay the bills and tell you about my sponsors, Sweet Treat Lingerie. Make sure you go to sweettreatlingerie.com to get yourself some sweet little treats. They have clothing, high heels, sexy little things for the bedroom that will make you as sweet as a treat. And one of my new sponsors, Reaper's Brew Coffee. I love coffee, so doesn't my family. If you like phenomenal coffee, then you've come to the right place. Go to reapersbrew.com and order yourself a bag. My favorite is the Murder Mud, and they also have awesome collectible coffee mugs, too. So I actually do have one that they sent me, which was really nice of them. Don't mistake my silence for weakness. No one ever planned a murder out loud. Isn't that the truth? Go check them out at reapersbrew.com. They also have an extra caffeinated cafe called Electric Chair. If you're brave and you need that extra boost, make sure you go to them on Twitter at reapersbrew as well. So definitely check them out. You will be extremely satisfied with their coffee, I promise. Now, I would like to talk a little bit about the dating show that I did with my friend Dennis Farrell. Um, this is a little bit tough of a subject for me, only because we've all had some type of self-esteem issues in the past, and that's actually what I was dealing with that inspired me for this topic, because the applications that I was getting for the dating show that we were supposed to do um, really kind of, well, don't put me on air. I really don't want to be on a show. I don't know if I want to do this. What if he doesn't like me? What if, um, you know, we don't click? That's the whole point. It's the whole point of the dating show is to see if you would click, you know, the questions of what if, what if, what if. Now, I understand maybe not wanting to be public and if you wanted, you know, his information and say, you know what, I'd like to meet him, maybe just not on the air, which was the case with a couple of these lovely ladies. Um, not everybody has a thick enough skin to do things like this where you're put out there so publicly, and that I understand as well. You don't want to give yourself, if you don't have a tough enough exterior, a platform and put yourself on that platform for people to listen to and, you know, make fun of, if you will. Not everybody makes fun of podcasts or people on them. A lot of that is in our heads. And... It really kind of made me a little sad in a way because I wanted to do this show for a long time. I wanted to get a couple of ladies on here, play a dating game, and set up my friend who has recently been divorced. And 
that's all I really wanted to do. I didn't want to make fun of anybody. I didn't want to give anybody a hard time. I just wanted, oddly enough, to make a love connection. Hopefully I will be able to do that because I'm going to send a couple of lovely ladies Dennis's way. So unfortunately it may not be something that turns out the way I wanted it in my head and put it on the air. But when I was getting these questions from these women, well, what if I'm not his type? What if he doesn't like me? What if he prefers a redhead or blondes or what if I'm too short and that actually the two part really struck me the question that honestly struck me was what if I'm not enough what if I'm too tall I said short because that's the one I relate to the most that's what this particular lady had said and I remembered something that somebody had said to me, and I put it on my Facebook page, and it always resonates with a lot of people, and it's just basically called TOO, T-O-O. The reason why it just kind of clicked with me was somebody told me before, you will always be too something for someone. You'll always be too tall, too short, too skinny, too fat too muscular, you are always going to be too something to someone. You will never please everybody. Just be yourself. It's such sound advice and really resonates with me just because I have struggled with things like this my whole life. I am five foot nothing. <laughs> like I am five one. I love being able to wear heels. Heels are the best creation ever because I get to be about 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, depending on how high the heel. It's why I prefer to date taller guys so I can wear those sexy ass heels and just feel sexy and feel confident and feel good. Heels have a way of doing that for me. It gives me the height. And I have a couple of taller friends who can't really wear heels and I love wearing them because they make me feel a certain way and I'm never going to be 5'10 but I can give myself a little bit of height and guys dig heels most guys do anyway the sexier the better and I'm good with that I am okay with being fun size with being short I will climb the cabinets at my house if I have products that are way too high. I have step stools. I have developed ways to reach things without asking for help. I'm okay with it. But there was always not a time where that was the case, not so much with my height, but with me. So when I was getting these questions from these women, it really struck me like, oh my God, love yourself. It doesn't matter. Just because you never know how that connection's going to be. You really don't understand how powerful chemistry is when you meet somebody and you just hit it right. That connection's there and there's just something about that person. 
It's why we try these dating sites. It's why, you know, you say, hey, I know a guy who would be perfect for you. Or if you're a single guy, have one of your friends hook you up and be like, you know what, this chick is awesome. You guys would hit it off. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. And I'm not going to say looks aren't important because there has to be something about that person that kind of draws you in. There just always is. There's something about that person. Now, you may not necessarily be able to explain it, but it's just there. You just know. And then when you get to know that person a little bit more, even if maybe that person may not have been your type because they're so funny or they're smart, or you just share so many things in common, your love grows and it gets deeper and you develop this connection that's amazing and you end up with these little jokes that only the two of you understand. When you're in a relationship, sometimes you even develop your own type of relationship language with just a look or, you know, just a certain word. It's a language that the two of you speak. You just get each other and everything feels really right. And sometimes it doesn't happen. You get together with somebody. I mean, it happened to me. I had gotten together with this guy months and months ago, and I liked him. I found him attractive. He was into me. And it took me, I want to say, two dates, probably. And that was it for me. Because it wasn't there. The attractiveness was there. The other things just didn't click. The reason why, it wasn't because I was blonde and he always had preferred brunettes. That wasn't it. It wasn't because I have blue eyes and he liked girls who had darker eyes. I saw pictures of his ex-girlfriends always like these really like Mediterranean beauty queens and dark hair, dark eyes, olive skin. I am none of those things. And that didn't faze me. What bothered me the most was we were talking one night and I was over his house. I clicked on the TV and he said, what are you doing? I said, a game. Game's on. I was watching a basketball game. This was way before COVID-19, obviously. And he was just like, oh. And I looked at him like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, I know that this is this not your favorite team. Like, what basketball team do you like? Do you only watch your team? And his response was, I don't watch sports on TV. And I paused and just looked at him as if he had three fucking heads. And what? All right, excuse me. Repeat that again for me because I don't think I heard you quite right. I don't watch sports on TV. I don't like football. I don't really like basketball. I like going to the games because the atmosphere, but I don't watch sports on TV. And if you put a baseball game on, it's like watching paint dry. <gasps> oh, no, you just didn't say that because I want to watch baseball games. I love baseball. I mean... I'm probably in the minority of baseball fans where I kind of like a pitcher's duel. 
I like seeing that chess match between the batter and the pitcher, and it's like, okay, I'm going to give you all I got. Let's see if you can hit it. It's a different dynamic for me. I love watching baseball. Sure, the home runs are great. You know, you get really excited when the base, when the base is clear. It's awesome. But I love a good pitcher's duel. Always have. I love baseball. And a little piece of me died inside when he was like, baseball is like watching paint dry. And I just looked at him. I said, you do realize what I, I do, right? That sports, this is my livelihood. I, I have a show that I do sports betting, and I'm the fantasy football queen. I am not just the fantasy football queen. I am the goddess. I am the best around. I beat all the guys in Vegas. I know my shit, and no one's better than me. And that's not me having a big head. It's just proven fact. I have a record that speaks for itself. I can go to a casino, to a sports book, and be totally happy, place a couple bets, take 20 bucks, go play the slots, and come out with a couple hundred dollars. Why? Because I'm that good, plus I'm a little lucky. <laughs> a little luck always helps. But I can turn $20 into $100. i have done it plenty of times. I'm lucky like that. Sports are my passion. And I just could not ever be with somebody who tells me baseball is like watching paint dry. Now, this guy was perfectly fine. Nice looking guy. Really sweet. You know, liked tinkering around in his, in his garage to build things. He made furniture. He had his own interests, his own hobbies, which is awesome because I want that in a relationship. I want a guy who has different interests outside of mine. So when I go do my things, he can go do his things and then we can reconnect and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And it gives you the opportunity to miss each other. This was not going to work because not just baseball, but I love football and I want a guy who I can spend Sundays with and make comfort food and we can watch the early game, the afternoon game, and the late game, possibly half naked, while we're eating awesome comfort food, watching football, and just having a great day. If you're going to tell me that this is torture for you because I need to watch sports because my job requires it, I don't think this is going to work. And this particular person had told me they value honesty. They value somebody that's up front. They really value somebody who's straightforward. I do too. I value that as well. If we're not vibing, you're not into me, tell me now. I always say I'd rather be hurt with the truth than lied to and have something sugar-coated because you think you're sparing my feelings. Hurt me with the truth so I can just get over it and maybe we can be friends maybe we can't but I need to know where your mind's at because I will always tell you where mine's at I'm a terrible liar I wear my emotions a lot of the time and I want somebody who's going to be like this isn't working for me or this is what I need from you I value that too. So I said to this particular guy, you know, I don't think this is going to work for me. 
And he looked kind of weird. And he said, what, today? And I said, no, I love sports. And I can't always be at every sporting event. So I watch a lot of it on TV. And if you're going to fall asleep or this is boring for you, we're either A, going to spend a lot of time apart because there's always a game on. You will never see me on Sunday. During the baseball season, you will never see me at night unless the Mets are not playing. You will never see me. And I'm sorry, but I need you to at least meet me halfway and want to do this. Because if not, I don't think this is going to work out. And he didn't really know what to say. So I said, you know what? I, I think I'm just going to leave. Why don't you think about this? And we'll kind of talk tomorrow. And I had sent him a text later that night and told him, I'm really sorry, but that's kind of where my head's at. I need somebody who's a little bit, no, not, not a little bit. I need somebody who is passionate about sports, who love it. I'm not saying they have to be in the business. I'm not saying that, you know, they have to breathe it. But I want somebody who's going to want to watch this with me a good amount of the time. And he just wrote back <laughs> and said, KK. And that was it. A couple days later, I get a text. And it was probably one of the nastier things that I have ever gotten calling me selfish, narrow minded, and a bunch of other things. And he said, thank you for wasting my time. Now, for me, I don't believe I did. If I was wasting this dude's time, I would have just kept on seeing him going out for dinners and, you know, acting like maybe this was going to go somewhere. And was it a little selfish of me to not give it a chance? Possibly. But I also knew it wasn't going to work out. Once football season hits, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. I love football. Give me a nice warm summer night and put me at a baseball game. I am the happiest girl. I can't be with somebody who's not going to do that. So I understood in a way what some of these ladies were saying about the chemistry, about what if he doesn't like me. And that's a chance you take when you start to see somebody. You really just don't know. Sometimes it's more sexually driven. Other times you're kind of looking for that, you know, that middle ground and to see if you're compatible. You know right away, I think I do. I usually, I have a good instinct. And that's what part of Bets Like a Girl had always been. Michelle and I have always, on the show, said, sometimes you just know. And you have to trust your intuition. That's what Bets Like a Girl has always been at its core, is intuition. You'll go, you see every piece of information, and yet... You're putting a hundred bucks down on something that you really don't know if it's going to pan out. And why? Because you just have that feeling. And I think relationships can be like that. You meet somebody 
for whatever reason and you just connect and you just have that feeling. You think about that person and they make you smile. They just make you feel good. And then you meet somebody and you want it to work. You don't know why it might not. But again, you just have that feeling. You can't explain it. It's just there. And I was hoping that these ladies might kind of give it a try and have everybody experience something awesome. You are always going to be less than perfect. And that's okay. Too little, too big, whatever. Fuck you. Be yourself. Own it. Have that confidence. Because I didn't always have that confidence. And sometimes I still don't. During this journey of this podcast, you're going to hear me say a lot of the time, I am a work in progress. And I am. And that's okay. I can be a horrible overthinker. I second guess myself all the time. And there's nothing I appreciate more than somebody who will call me out on that and say, don't second guess that, Pamela. Don't overthink this. Why are you overthinking it? I appreciate that, not because of anything else, but them just putting me into check. Because I do have those habits, because I've always felt I have never been good enough. I never felt good enough for a lot of things. Some of it is past relationships where it led me into a horrific eating disorder. I had a boyfriend who was a model and he was going on this diet because he wanted to do fashion week in New York. He had to lose 25 pounds and we went on this crazy diet together and I did it with him because he called me his chunky Italian girl. I have always been short and stacked and curvy. I have boobs, I have tits that are amazing, I have an ass, and my curves are fucking dangerous. I didn't always own it. I do now. I didn't always. And this crazy diet we went on for him to go to Fashion Week and model for DKNY led me to eating, well, replacing a meal with a protein shake, which is totally fine and healthy. But it also led me to eating baby food. And that's dangerous. I'll eventually get into that story and maybe do an episode about the eating disorder I had. A little disclaimer, I am obviously not a doctor. I do not have a license. I'm not a licensed therapist. But I find that the best ways for people to draw inspiration is for people to be open and honest and just tell their truth and expose themselves in the hopes that maybe it might resonate with somebody else and say, wow, that I feel you. I understand that. And that's exactly what I'm going through too. That's what I wanted when I developed this podcast. It's really not going to very much be sports related. I may talk about the NFL draft, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. I probably will talk about fantasy football at some point when football does come back. But right now, all I'm talking about is me. And I think that that's why I have such a loyal following is because 
I'm willing to go there and to allow my listeners to get to know me and to understand some of the things that have gone on in my life and just maybe it will help you and inspire you. You will not change overnight. It just won't happen. You're, you can't wake up and start an exercise program or start eating right for one day and wake up transformed. You got to put the work in. And if you're dedicated to it and you put the work in and you want to change, the best way to get there with anything is to set little small goals. Don't set these big gigantic goals. You can have an end game in mind. But if you want to start exercising and you find that you've been pretty lazy about it, don't worry. Set a small goal. Say, you know what? Today I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk to the end of my street and I'm going to come back. And then you do it. And guess what? Maybe the next day you walk around the whole block. And then you do it. And you reach that goal. And then you just go a little further. And then you think all right, well, you know what, maybe I might start running. Maybe I might run half a mile today. And then you do that. And once you start meeting those little goals, you're going to build that confidence of, you know what, I can do this. That's how I've always pre-gamed everything in little baby steps. I may be a short girl, I may be small, but I can guarantee you nobody is more competitive than I am and nobody, nobody outworks me ever, ever. My brother is 6'2 and he is 230 pounds and I box him every time he comes over to the point where my mom yells at us and says, oh my God, you're going to hurt her. Meanwhile, I'm hooking his leg, trying to take him down to beat the crap out of him because I refuse to let him win. I've always had that drive. I've always had that competitive spirit in me. It will never leave me. And I really want that to live in you too. So I'm really apologizing for not having a dating show, but I'm not apologizing for this podcast about self-esteem. Hopefully a little bit of this resonates with you. If it doesn't, you know, Maybe you might have laughed a little. Maybe I might have told you a story that was funny. I hope you learned something. And I hope, I really hope, that one day you realize it's okay to just be you. In the meantime, we're going to have a lot more fun podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sporty Diva. You can follow the show on Instagram at Pamela Michelle show. You can follow me on Instagram at Pamela underscore Michelle five. And please make sure you go to reapersbrew.com and get yourself an excellent bag of coffee and one of their awesome collectible mugs. Until then, everybody, I'll talk to you later. Take care.